Darby cast. Politics Thursday. Boy, is this going to be a fierce one. I can feel it. I can feel it. I know you can too. I mean, there's all these podcasts, especially this week, this week in particular, have been rock solid, bulletproof, dynamite, T-Rex riding a Megalodon with rocket launchers mounted to his shoulders. That level of intensity. And why not? Why the hell not? So let's talk politics. I kind of want to get into it. I want to get into uh, something that some people realize has been going on for a while, but it's time to blow this one out of the fucking water. It's time to bring this one mainstream. Yeah, I'm talking AYSO and I'm talking about communism and their interplay. I mean, the writing's on the wall, right? The, the slogan of AYSO, everybody plays, everybody wins. Wow, they're just dangling that in your face. There could not be a more communist uh, manifesto if it were written by Karl Marx himself. Let, let's talk about was AYSO the brainchild of uh, none other than Friedrich Engels and Karl Marx? I don't see why not. I, I could see them just kind of hanging out and, uh, and drafting up a little, be like, hey, how could we subvert the world? It would be so subtle. That's what they were thinking. And, and Joe Stalin, Joe Stalin knew what was up. Everybody plays, everybody wins. Wow, what a dirty trick. You know AYSO was developed in the USSR. You know it was. Joe Stalin with his glass nost and his perestroika. Look him up. Kyle, this is what you're here for, bud. Kyle, glass nost, perestroika, October Revolution. See how uh, perestroika r- relates to AYSO. See how in his private papers, Joe Stalin, he penned up the idea for AYSO and how it would ultimately subvert the entire United States of America. Kyle, find the evidence. It's out there. We need to corroborate this. It needs to be accurate for the Darby cast listeners. Damn it, Kyle, put down the Bud Light Lime. I told you about this already. Holy shit, man. Dude, seriously, trash it, trash it. Kyle, don't even look at me like that. Glasnost, Perestroika, Brezhnev, Gorbachev. You understanding, Kyle? Joe Stalin, V.I. Lenin. Are you understanding this? Are you understanding the implications? Coming out of the USSR? Yeah, the USSR, they just shapeshifted and morphed and turned themselves into AYSO. All the parents were like, oh, yeah, it's soccer. They've got Oreos after the game and uh, orange slices at halftime. And boy, that was uh, what a seductive offer that was. Sports and treats at the right time. Americans, we need to be we need to be vigilant. We need to have our eyes and ears open watching out for this commie nonsense coming out of Joe Stalin, Karl Marx, posthumously from the grave. These guys are pulling strings from the grave. You got to kind of respect it. But also it's like, whoa, we're dealing with some pretty serious stuff. AYSO? Communism? Question mark? Of course it's commie stuff. You ever notice how every kid gets a trophy, whether they're good or not? That's it. Oh, you get to them at a young age and the kids get, they start getting the conditioning, right? They all feel entitled to a trophy, whether they're sitting around picking grass and, and dancing around like a fruit loop. That's it. Like those are the kids who want the trophy, right? Then you got the actual, you got the competitive kids, the kids 
who are like six or seven years old and their dad is calling them Bob. Like Bobby is definitely the more appropriate version because he's a kid and you just be like, hey, Bobby, listen, I'm going to blow this one wide open. There's a couple of high intensity dads that have seen this for a long time. They have been fighting this uphill battle. They've been pushing the rock up the hill only to have it slide back down and do the same thing every day. It's tough. It's tough. I get it. So, you know, this dad, this high intensity dad, and some of you like you, don't, you just don't understand him. You don't like him. You don't like him, but that's because you don't understand him. Okay. So picture this. You got the dad. His name's Jim. It's 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning and he is facing beers. He is facing beers. Because he's got to get his courage up, little liquid courage. It's just him, right? It's him against an army of commie parents. Those little drum circle hippies don't sleep on them. They are a vicious bunch. They're not going to resort to physical violence, but they are. They want to get together. They want to draft up an edict so dads like Jim aren't even allowed at the field. Jim is just running the sidelines, and he's high intensity. He's like, stab him in the throat, Bob. No mercy, Bob. Fucking kill those kids. And I like that. Yeah, Jim is, he's sprinting the sidelines. He's keeping pace with Bob. You could call your son Bobby, but I kind of respect that you don't. Teach him to grow up early. AYSO, everybody plays, everybody wins. No, the spirit of competition. It's great Americans like Jim that are being pushed out. And these fucking commie parents, these AYSO commie parents, They're trying to enforce their will through the power of the state. It's not like they're going to go toe-to-toe with Jim. That's a losing battle. Jim is a high-intensity dude. He goes a little too hard some of the time. You know, when he says, get out there and skull fuck the competition. And it's like, ah, Jim, your heart's in the right place, but you got to scale it back just a little bit. Yeah, scale it back just just one time. Bob's going to grow up to be somebody who is competitive, who appreciates capitalism. Somebody who's not looking forward to a welfare nanny state. He's not looking forward to it. Bob's going to grow up to be an entrepreneur. And if we're lucky, he will, uh, his business will be uh, something that completely overtakes AYSO and it's commie significance. Boy, have we just been under the hypnotic spell of AYSO. How subversive is AYSO? Now that I'm, I'm saying it, I'm speaking it. You're thinking to yourself like, whoa, this was, this is big. This is big. What other institutions have, have been subverted uh, by Joe Stalin and, uh, and Karl Marx from the grave? Little did you know, little did you know that those, those wily jackasses, they've been just plotting against you and they're dead. They've been plotting against your kids. And you know what happens when every kid gets a trophy? Of course, they developed no appreciation for the sport because their idea of the sport was just receiving oranges at halftime. And you know what? No knock on an orange at halftime. In fact, I enjoy a tactical orange. But like you're giving some of these commie kids who who suck at, at soccer, they're not even running around. They're making flower necklaces and sitting Indian style. They're sitting cross-legged. Sorry for you PC people. I know Indian style. That really just rattled your fucking cage. But they get oranges for what? They've been sitting down the whole time. Give all the oranges to Bob. Give all the oranges to Bob ASAP. He needs them. His Bob's glucose levels are low. 
all of his glycogen stores and his muscles spent. And he needs to get out there and win. You know, he needs to get out there and execute, especially with the coaching of his father, Jim, who's saying, get out there and decapitate those kids metaphorically, obviously. And like, man, what, what a coordinated effort to just shit all over Jim, all these commie parents who just love the mantra of everybody plays, everybody wins. Don't think you're fooling anybody, you fucking commie parents. You know why I want more dads like Jim is so the kids can actually enjoy winning. And the kids who lose, they can just say, oh, I lost. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should try a little bit harder. Maybe I should uh, try to compete. Maybe I should try to uh, get a little bit better than maybe I, I come back and I make it a good game next time because we really got our asses handed to us. No, the parents, after these dipshit commie kids of the commie parents, after they get waxed in a game, what's happening? They're coddling the kids. They're not saying like, you fucking blew it, bro. Like your game sucks. Your dribbling skills, you're all over the place. Look at all your turnovers. You call yourself a striker? You can't kick the goddamn ball. You know what? That's what Jim is offering to Bob, and it's doing great things for Bob. It's hardening Bob up. It's toughening him, right? But these other kids, Shiloh, they're all named Shiloh. After the game, their parents are saying, hey, do you want to go get some dairy-free ice cream? Meanwhile, Bob, who's just crushed it, you know, you know where Jim's taking him? Goddamn right. Chuck E. Cheese, they're having a great time. But can Shiloh go to Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, right. Why? Because they don't have dairy-free cheese. They don't have cruelty-free pepperoni on the pizza. Boy, what a miserable existence it would be to be named Shiloh and to have commie parents. All right, Shiloh, guess what's next? We're going to go watch some Rachel Maddow. It's a bigger battle than you had even anticipated. You thought you were going to turn into DarbyCast, a politics Thursday, and not have the commie institution that is AYSO get just BTFO exploded. AYSO, we're on to you. All the Darby cast listeners, they've been on to you. They know about this, but they're going to share it. They're going to share this Darby cast with people. The jig is up. You're ruined. You're toast. Life is not an everybody plays, everybody wins kind of kind of deal. Survival of the fittest in soccer, in politics, in economics. All these AYSO uh, kids turned half adults because they never really grow up, do they? If you don't learn that competition is part of life and that there are winners and there are losers, you never really grow up, do you? You never quite see the world through a lens of, you know, reality. You don't. So you're saying cut more checks, cut more checks. Everybody deserves more money for nothing. It's because they all got trophies for nothing, and now they think that's just the way of the world. Thank God. Thank God for dads like Jim who step up and tell their kid, Bob, listen, if you don't want to turn out and enter the world of Alien versus Predator, AVP, no matter who wins, we lose. We've got to take back AYSO one game at a time. You get out there, you score every single goal, and then you you just do flying uh, roundhouse kicks. Pretend you're Chuck Norris. I listen. Uh, you love Chuck Norris. I know you do because we watched the movie Lone Wolf McQuaid the other night. And holy shit, is that a great movie? But you got to know, you got to take those commie kids and you roundhouse kick them in the face with your cleats. You teach them a lesson real early, real early, because their parents are unwilling to. 
because they're watching Rachel Maddow and Rachel Maddow is there couldn't be a bigger fan of AYSO uh, give a trophy to everybody culture than Rachel Maddow. She is. Do you think she's a private donor to AYSO? Somebody look into that. Kyle, follow the money, Kyle. That's what you always got to do. You follow the money, Kyle. Kyle, that's a research project for you. Get on it. Is that? Oh, wow. That's a sparkling water. That's a sparkling water. Yeah, that's fine. Stay hydrated, Kyle. You're doing great. We're blowing this up in a big way. AYSO, you're toast. Now, let's take a second to just pivot over real hard uh, and give some appreciation to Jim's wife. You know, Jim's got a smoking hot wife, Stacy. Oh, God, she is just she is built. Nothing that burly, like I'm a weightlifter, but like, yeah, she lifts from time to time and she's, she's got it going on and she's all about what Jim's bringing. She's all about it. And they are a unified front. Meanwhile, the commie parents, they're bickering the whole fucking time about, you know, what flavor of dairy free ice cream should we get for our idiot kid Shiloh, right? They're getting in like a verbal punching match in some fucking ice cream store called like, I don't know. Everything but the cow. It's like, oh, God, this is awful. Why are you subjecting your child to this? You know, maybe one day, here it is. One day, Bob is like, hey, Shiloh, I know your life's a total bummer, but like your parents are total commies. My dad's told me all about it and he's not wrong. How would you like to go on a camping trip or need some PB&Js? And, you know, my dad, he's uh, we're going to shoot some guns. My dad's pretty cool. Shiloh just shits his pants on the spot, but not because of the guns. It's because of the peanut butter sandwich. Boy, does Shiloh have aggressive nut allergies. Oh, man, that guy can't be within 40 feet of anything. And some of you who have kids or you've been around a child with nut allergies, I bet you've thought once or twice, like, what are we going to do about this? How are we going to handle this? How is this going to get taken care of? And then you kind of you chastise yourself for having such a dark thought and being like, maybe we should just give them maybe we should just let them uh, we should let these kids expire. And that's you know what? I get it. I could see why you feel bad about that. But kids like Shiloh with their commie parents in AYSO, man. But I bet you're you're asking right now, and I know all you were thinking. You're like, I like when you go on a bender about one fucking dude. You make up the name and you go for it. So I'm going to. So let's picture Jim for a second. Gun-toting, red-blooded American. He votes Republican. He votes party, even though sometimes it fucks him over. Because, listen, two-party system, kind of a mess. But Jim's a good dude. And he's yelling at Bob. And he's like, come on, Bob. Fucking stab him in the throat. Curb stomp him. And it's like, oh, Jim, your heart is in the right spot, but you got to scale it back a little bit. You can't say these things in public. I understand why the other parents want to go to City Hall and ban you from the field. I get it. I get it. Your heart's in the right place. You enjoy competition. You want these kids to learn that life isn't just all handouts and orange slices for kids who don't earn them. Shiloh is the last kid that should ever be getting an orange slice. And Jim knows it. And Jim calls him out. Shiloh's on the other team and Jim just marches straight up. Who am I saying marches? He sprints over to Shiloh and he slaps the orange out of his hand and he says, you don't deserve that, you son of a bitch. And then he just looks right over at Shiloh's mom, doesn't break eye contact for like 15 seconds. Oh, he drives the point home. He's an American. He knows that competition 
And going hard is the way to do it. And if we're going to raise a generation to uphold the values that uh, make us American, a winning attitude, the willingness to face adversity, lose, but then go and get better and come back and win, none of that's happening in AYSO. Everybody plays, everybody wins. Shame on us is, the, is more of the, the theme of this, is shame on us for allowing communism to sink its dirty roots into youth soccer. Shame on us. Trophies for everyone, please. What a mess. Here's the deal. The commies have power in numbers. That's how commies work. They get together and they say, wouldn't it be cool if like people got stuff and like you didn't have to work hard and like everything was just provided for you? And that kind of nonsense is seeping into Shiloh and the rest of his teammates. And the only guy given pushback right now was Jim. And Jim needs to form a coalition with some of the other dads. And Jim can lead the charge. Jim is kind of like that apex of intensity where you don't want to go past Jim. You let Jim lead the charge on intensity and say things like, yeah, roundhouse kick. You need to step on his ball sack. And, and I like that coming out of Jim. But as another dad, you got to know you shouldn't be topping that, nor should you even be trying. You probably can't match it in the first place. But if you tried, boy that would come out as a flaming disaster because you'd start swearing, you'd say things, you'd go over the line, and even Jim would look at you and be like, listen, I'm fine telling kids uh, to go die, but, but you just said some stuff that was pretty inappropriate. And you get called out by Jim, the guy who's been mainlining, just facing beers since 6 a.m., 8 a.m. game. Now he's sipping on a little whiskey. And his wife, Stacy, she's in the stands, she's wearing... Oh, God, it's so, it's so tasteful. She's conservatively dressed, but it shows off her figure. Incredible. And of course, she's so aligned with Jim. She's a great gal. She's a great gal. You know, there was probably a time in Bob, her son, uh, in his early soccer career where he twisted his ankle or something. He came up and he's like, oh, mom. And, and Stacy was like, don't bitch out. And then just gives a thumbs up to her husband and her husband just blows her a kiss. And that's a power couple, if I've ever heard of one. That's a power couple. Individual responsibility, deciding to take on communism one, one pouty moment at a time. They're, they're showing their kids what's going on. They're showing their kids what's going on. There's so many Shilohs in the world now. There's so many Shilohs. AYSO and other institutions, they really took the masculinity out of kids, didn't they? Out of the youth. They said, uh, no, no, everybody gets a trophy. Even if you were sitting on the ground and, uh, and picking grass and throwing it around and, and you sucked and you barely touched the ball and you never scored and you certainly weren't on the winning team, we're going to give you this participation trophy and doom you to failure for the rest of your life because you'll never know the gratification that comes from working hard and overcoming an opponent, whether metaphorical or literal. Wow. Wow. See, that's what's going on. You really, really need to take a hard inventory of where you're allowing your kids to, to go and what kind of institutions you're allowing them in which to participate. And there's probably some teams that don't have a high-intensity dad like Jim to run on over to the kid Shiloh and slap the fucking orange out of his hand, right? That is a pivotal moment in Shiloh's life where he, he, uh, he basically, as a six or seven-year-old, he goes home after that, he looks in the mirror, and he doesn't even want to talk to his commie parents after that. Because they're like trying to give him some kind of gluten-free uh, God knows what. And he's like, fuck you, mom and dad. And they're like, what? And he's like, you heard me. 
but they don't even like, they don't even give pushback because, because they're so emaciated from, from eating vegan food for like three years. They've been on this vegan kick, but they've lost all their musculature and they're just in such a poor state of health. And Shiloh could literally kick the shit out of his own parents at seven years old. And so they don't talk back to him. Shiloh has this aha moment because there was a dad, a cool enough dad named Jim, who was loaded on a Saturday morning. He was absolutely tanked and he slapped an orange out of, uh, out of Shiloh's hand and said, listen here, you little dipshit. You didn't earn that. You didn't deserve that. You haven't been running around. Your glycogen stores are fine. And Shiloh had no idea what that meant, right? Of course he didn't. Little dipshit. And Bob, we need more Bobs. We need more Bobs. We need the kid who is going to drop the Y or the IE from his name real early. Real early and say, oh, responsibility. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, a little uh, competition where winner takes all. Yeah, I don't mind if I do. Where are the Bobs? Because we got a world full of Shilohs and they all got purple hair, way too many piercings, and they just want a nanny state. They want a nanny state. They certainly want to get paid a lot. You know, these are the kind of people who are being like, oh, I, you know, our economy, we're going into uh, incredible amounts of debt to uh, get out of this coronavirus situation. Uh, $2.2 trillion stimulus, $1,200 checks for everybody. And these are the people, these Shilohs, and they're saying like, I, we should just do this all the time. I want more. I want more. I want more. And Bob, Bob, he grows up and he's like nine years old and he's like, Shiloh, that's a fucking, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea we're economically dooming our children to a lifetime of debt slavery. And meanwhile, Shiloh's parents, they overhear the conversation and they nearly drop their hammer and sickle. Just hearing their son get told by a kid who is way fucking cooler and they know it. The kid who kicks the shit out of their kid all the time in soccer and sports, right? That's it. Now this is serious. So what happens when we, when we have a bunch of kids who grow up incredibly docile, entitled, and think they just deserve the world for doing nothing? Then they can get taken advantage of by the fat cats, the big wigs. There's some dirt bags out there. There's some dirt bags. And they're going to take advantage of the Shilohs. Of course they are. And they're going to try to weaponize Shilohs and their complaining attitudes and their blue hair and their piercings. They're going to try to weaponize those. And you don't have to like, you don't have to take the Shiloh seriously, but that's not the kind of country we want, but it's kind of the country that we're, that we're living in. It's kind of the country we're living in. Is it not? Is it not? Man, how lucky are you to have a dad like Jim? That's all I'm thinking. How lucky are you to have a dad like Jim? You're stoked. Everybody plays. Everybody wins. That's the most backwards thing I've ever heard in the world. Jim loves to target shoot. He loves to hunt. But he knows that the Second Amendment is to resist tyranny in whatever shape it, uh, it can take. He knows that. He knows that. And he's going to the soccer games. And that's an undercurrent of everything that he does. Is he's like, this could go south at any point. These AYSO parents, these AYSO commie parents, they're probably going to tell their soon-to-be AYSO commie kids that Jim's a bad dude. And of course they do. And it's like, as a parent, if you're having conversations with your child and you're venting to your child about other parents, oh boy. So Jim, he's on the sidelines. Let's go back to Jim on the sidelines and he's just barking at Bob. And Bob probably wants to be called Bobby because that's more of the kid version of Robert. 
but Bob's out there and Jim's on the sideline and he's just yelling like, kill the kids. You're a striker, Bob. You got to get out there and decapitate the kids. You got to, you got to face fuck them. And he oversteps a couple of times with comments like that. And that's maybe why the other parents are like, ah, Jim, ah, because you've probably got the hyper, you've probably got the hyper commie parents. They're like, yeah, everybody just hold hands and just suck each other off. And it's like, that's not appropriate. Why the fuck did you just say that? And then you got Jim who's saying like, yeah, skull fuck your opponent. And it's like, that's not a whole lot better. That's not a whole lot better. But I like Jim better than the commie parents. I'll tell you that much because heart of a champion. He's teaching his kid to win. Meanwhile, the commie parents, they're just saying like, hey, let's make a drum circle on the sideline. And it's like, no, that's not really what sports are about. You dipshit. Why did you have kids? Why did you have kids? We need Jim. We need him to take back AYSO, the last vestige, a relic of the terror that was Joe Stalin defeated. We got to defeat it. And that's DarbyCast. That is a politics Thursday. Oh boy. That's a big politics Thursday. That's a big politics Thursday. And tomorrow, Wildcard Friday. And that's going to be great. Everybody loves Wildcard Friday. Everybody loves Wildcard Friday. We do. Everybody does. I do. You do. Everybody does. Except for the commies watching Rachel Maddow. Hoping that everybody gets a trophy. Get the fuck out of here. We've had enough of you. Go eat your vegan tofu wraps. We're sick of you. AYSO, take it back. That is the political message of the day. Vanquish Stalin, who is trying to invade the U.S., He's still doing it from the grave with his institution of AYSO. God, that's subversive. Boy, is that subversive. It's genius. It's genius. You got to give him credit. You got to give him credit. But at the same time, you got to stand up to Stalin and AYSO or else we're going to see what we're seeing now. We're going to see a lot of ineffective children in the world who are expecting the world to be fair. And meanwhile, they're getting taken advantage of by alien and predator, AVP, no matter who wins, we lose. But if we have more kids like Bob growing up, you think they're going to stand for AVP? No, they're going to take it to them. They're going to say, AVP, I don't know whether you're alien or predator, but neither of you belong on this planet. We're taking you out. And then you're saying, wow. So you're saying Bob's going to grow up to be a complete badass and reform the political system and that we have to make a political environment starting with AYSO to allow a, a kid like Bob to really flourish and figure himself out and realize that competition is key. Surprise, surprise. That's exactly what I'm saying. Also, buy the Derbyshire books. That's what I'm saying to you. Derbyshire. Derbyshire USA. At Derbyshire USA. Give this podcast five stars. Like, subscribe, share. You know about 15 people who really need to hear this. Be honest with yourself. Hard look in the mirror. You know about 15 people who could really benefit from hearing this and be like, oh my God, I've been showing my child Rachel Maddow. Little did I know that it's giving rise to the tyranny of alien versus predator. No matter who wins, we lose. I thought it was AYSO. Everybody plays. Everybody wins. I didn't realize that Stalin had his hands all over this and that he, uh, he would know that an AVP style situation was going to rise. AYSO leads to AVP. If you're a mathematician, AYSO yields AVP. Boy, talk about a political expose. 
Talk about just ripping the lid off of the sewer that is AYSO, right? Get in there and clean it up. Get Jim in there. Get a couple other cool dads. Have them encourage their kids like Bob and say, listen, not everybody plays and not everybody wins. Okay, guys. Okay. So get out there, skull fuck the competition. And then you're like, oh, Jim, you had it. You were so close. You were so close, but you, you pushed it right over the edge. You were real good until you got to that one comment. But the idea is there and I respect you. Okay. Darbyshire. Darbyshireusa.com. Buy the books. There's links to Amazon. You can go straight to Amazon, search Darbyshire. It's not your fault or Darbyshire. Welcome to the jungle. You can go to DarbyshireUSA.com and you can find some killer merch. Find coffee mugs. You can find cell phone cases. You can find digital prints. You can find canvas paintings. You can find paintings on metal. Whoa. But I'll tell you what, tomorrow, Wildcard Friday, and it's going to be a damn good one. You've had a full week of Darby cast, and I bet you're feeling exceptional going into this weekend. You are feeling rocking. AYSO really wasn't on your mind before this. But now you can't do anything but think about reforming AYSO. It's all that matters to you now. You're thinking, do we need to restart the economy? Do we need to get back out there? Of course we do. But when we do, one of the things that we need to get back to work on is reforming AYSO, the commie institution that was the brainchild of Joseph Stalin. Take it out. That's un-American. Darby Cast, Politics Thursday.